Hello, folks. We got a bonus for you. Welcome back. This is Nova Hollerbeck. Hope you enjoyed episode 23, but we're going to get into more solutions and predictions. This is part three. So there was an interview done by Cottrell, um, George Webb, and Cliff High. It was done on Saturday. This recording is done on a Sunday. They pretty much focused on some of the new data that they got out. There were some very huge disagreements about 5G and a whole lot of these things. But Webb tried to be more conciliatory towards Cliff High. No one at Cliff High and them or Alpha 2D. But pretty much they're saying that this is a bioweapon. Webb is using uh, mainstream sources to, uh, to certify his claims. Cliff High is using more data concerning vitamin D and vitamin C and how they work together to make this to make sure this thing is coming out right. Once this is all said and done, they pretty much saying that there could be a war, but there is connections to the United States. That's why I said it is not going to be pretty. Um, episode 25, which will be in two weeks time. I'm going to give out a dairy. Uh, it will be a short show because I want to keep that short. <coughs> Excuse me. So here's what they're saying here. So they're pretty much saying this particular thing there with, with vitamin D and vitamin C. When they, when the final analysis of this coronavirus, we find out years, decades, centuries into the fact they will showcase that this thing with vitamin C and all the rest of these things, they are going to make a stunning fact whenever they picked out that certain parts of the world were going to get hit harder and some wonder if those things were actually targeted. They're going to make that assertion once the history books write this particular stuff and they said they're going to war there's a very possibility will happen somewhere in july this whole release language tension language release language and all the rest of these things they started from tension language mr high said is on the 15th of january and then the release language starts from the 30th of of june all the way some say to December 21st, possibly Christmas time, possibly a little bit later than that. I say December 27th. I said two years ago on another show I did. I said two years ago we were going to go through an economic disaster of epic proportions. Now I now that disaster has come to that. I said part two. I said part one was going to start in 2019. I was somewhat correct because all the executives started to leave in 2019. Nobody knew why. I don't know why I did. I was partly correct on that. But I said there was going to be a correction starting in 2019. I also said that we're going to have the Wody happen, start happening in 2020, January 2020. 
What happened January 31st, 2021? Economic problems started to happen with Wuhan and the rest of it. And then the starting of the closings and all the rest of it. Then I said in March, around February and March, things are going to start falling apart. Guess what? They started the lockdowns in 2020 around February and March of this of that year. That's what I said. And then January 2020, things will kind of ease up. They're saying January, uh, I mean, I mean, June 15th, most of the East Coast will reopen by then, according to what they're saying with the Wuhan uh, virus. Uh, one Israeli uh, um, scientist is saying that the virus can only survive um, 70 days. And Cliff High is, report, is saying from another uh, mainstream scientist that uh, the virus in the air and in certain particles are only surviving 47 days, but they're not sure if they're activated in this 47th day. So it's only lasting 47 days if it stays on an object on that particular time. But that time is easier to get off. So it is very possible that this virus has a um, half-life. That's what they call a half-life. You can call it a form of radiation if you want to put it in that particular sense. That the half-life of that of of the virus is about 47, 70 days. But everybody's worried about the second wave. The second wave is going to happen around at the beginning of October. We don't know how devastating this second wave is going to be, but it is going to be bad. It is going to be bad, folks. So I'm just letting y'all know because the second day, this COVID-19 is a virus that affects a small amount compared to the population. But if everybody has the infection and a secondary infection outside of the COVID-19 happens, then you're going to see whacked out. Then shit going to go down. Because it's the COVID-19 plus another virus. They don't, people are not understanding this. It's one infection and a second infection. That's what these studies are starting to try to see. It's one infection and a second infection. The second infection brings the bacteria in. You done. You done. And especially if it gets cold in this winter and it can't reach anybody, it's going to get very bad in the East Coast if it gets cold in that winter. So don't be stunned. Especially if you're going to start having major snowstorms dealing with a lot of scientists are saying we're going into a cooling period. You're going to have major snowstorms throughout most of the north side of America, north side of America in Canada, the East Coast, all those other places. Plus this second wave of the virus, a lot of people are going to catch problems. A lot of people are going to catch problems. That's what I said. Between the 23rd of October and the 22nd of November, I'm saying November 31st to election day of this year is going to be an extremely difficult time for the United States. 
Donald Trump cannot, Donald Trump, I'm, he will win by 10 states. But whatever happens to him, his presidency will always be linked with what happened in October, between October and November of this year. The economic disaster that will happen to this country has been a long time coming. A long time coming. But you're not going to see the effects of it. I said this on that show until January of 2021. The effects of it will come to pass right after that date. And then I said, March 2021, America accepts its fate. What type of fate it is, I don't know. Do they realize that China isn't coming back? That's fine. They have to accept that fate. That means they have to renegotiate what this economy is. It's going to there. Everything will be fine, but the next 20 years is going to have to be recovery of the American system. But I said that you have 10 years to get to Mars. And so how are you going to do that? Unless everything has to be focused on trying to get men into Mars, men and women into Mars. That's the only way the American society is going to survive. That's my. That's one of my predictions here. The prediction is America must move away from service, uh, from service, hospitality, and all the rest of these things into a space information type society. They have no choice because if they don't do that, somebody else will. And you don't want to be under somebody else's bullshit. America doesn't want that. Now, moving that aside, I want to talk about two things, but they're actually three parts of this is related to us moving into a space information society not this whole new technology i don't know if it's going to come out or not but we have to move into a space information based society here's what i am trying to explain this to you and moving away from service industry to space industry i want to explain how this is going to happen i'm explaining through comic books video games and the entertainment industry I want to explain something very important. I have to take you back to 1960. In 1960, the WGA, and this is and Hollywood is a union town. The WGA and all the executives of the television companies brought in the first big contract for the writers' union. The writers' union got this major contract, especially dealing with syndication, especially dealing with all this other stuff. Well, they were still going to get paid. And this was the first time writers in the United States, when it comes to television, got this contract. It was the first great contract in the history of the union, the writers' union. So people from other, they can 
supplement their income in the writing did by joining the WGA and all these other things and whatnot, and they wrote for television. It took about six years, actually three years in the, in in Britain, and six years in the United States for it to produce fruit. And how did it produce fruit? Mm. And here's the and here's how it pro- produced fruit. Okay. This is how it produced fruit. We have four entities. Well, actually, three entities. Three entities in the 1960s in the Western culture that changed Western culture, whether people like it or they don't. Here's the three... Here's the three entities. Star Trek, Doctor Who, and Dark Shadows. Why did I put Dark Shadows in this? Dark Shadows is the one that pretty much brought about aspects of David Lynch's ideas for Twin Peaks. And Twin Peaks... And Twin Peaks is one of the influences in a lot of these younger artists that are doing these particular horror genre things and the revival of the of the horror genre. So aspects of Dark Shadows and its history is extraordinarily linked to what we see with Midsommar and all the rest of these things and a whole lot of other things in the in uh, that particular thing. But Dark Shadows is one of those particular things. And David Lynch said he's a fan of that particular franchise. The other one is, a ni- is the 1970s Star Wars, of course. And you can make the case for the second daughter, Doctor, even though a lot of his episodes are missing, being one of the most important parts of the series longevity. So, Doctor Who, from 66 to 69, with the second Doctor being one of the most important Doctors in the recent memory, but you can say that he had a long, longer one from 66 to 81. You can make that case until the um, the day the third, fourth Doctor died. So you can say that long period was for the for uh, for Europe. And then you have Blake Seven on part of it. So you have this particular decade from 66 to 81, where science fiction, huge. Then you also have heavy metal coming into the fore. And then you have other particular things as well coming into the fore, okay? And then you have the Japanese series such as um, Ultra Seven, but actually, Ultra 7 and the Ultra teams started in the 1950s, and then it led into Ultraman and the Ultra series in 66, 67, and 69, 68, 69, which some may have said is as close to Doctor Who's great franchise episodes, as well as Star Trek and Dark Shadows did. But you have those six or seven particular series from a 70 from 66 to 81 in that particular sense 
I want you to understand that these IPs for the BBC, for Disney, CBS, in particular CBS with both Dark Shadows and Star Trek are damaged. The question is, are there damage beyond repair or the damage that only certain people can own it or the damage that nobody else can buy it and somebody will get it on the back end because of how damaged our economy is going to get within the next several months. That's the question people need to ask themselves. But let me get to the comic book industry and a man named Jim Shooter. There was a video out there. I want you to watch this video about Jim Shooter. And I want you to listen very carefully until why Marvel came back in 1978 after a time where they couldn't get a buy rate and how they were so heavily good in the 1980s up until 86, 87. It was Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter is the type of man that will make success happen every freaking time because he knows the basic facts and protects his workers. And I said earlier, how are you going to save this business? You're going to save this business through comic book industry, through French influence and Japanese influence. But if you want to save this industry and keep it under American hands, it not only for the comic book industry, but for the entertainment industry as a whole, you need a man like, like Jim Shooter in the comic book industry. You need him now. No, you need him more than ever. You need him more than ever now. No, 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 no. Forget all the rest of this day about, oh, blah, 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 blah. He's a hard day. None of you can write. Back in the day, there were people that can write their ass off. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. It just does not exist. I don't want to hear the bullshit talk. It does not exist. Either it's Jim Shooter or let the Japanese and the French take over the comic book industry. I don't care which. It either happened either way. It has to happen either way. It has to be men like Jim Shooter coming into the comic book industry to save it, or you're going to have the French and the Japanese and aspects of Poland possibly working in the industry there. You have no choice. You want to save comic books as comic books, you got to get Jim Shooter in the game and let him work his magic. Because he is too talented to be left behind in a lurch. But I am going to also going to tell you this, and it has to happen, okay? Look at Blade. There is a Indiegogo campaign for Blade Devil that made at this particular time in this particular industry, in this particular pandemic, $150,000. Let me repeat myself, 
It went to $200,000 for that comic book. This and other franchises of its ilk is going to begin the start of the Arrow's mainstream split in the comic book industry in the West, which means Arrow's industry, because the industry has gone down, they're not going to hire people like Jim Shooter and focus on story and character work. They're not going to bring them back because of all these things with their politics and whatnot. You're going to see this split happen. If the split happens, the industry is not going to be the same. You're going to have more heavy metals coming in. The French come in. The Japanese come in. They're going to dictate every need of day. There's not going to be no gym shooter. He might work somewhere else a day. But if you want to save American industry for American industry, you have to put gym shooter in Marvel or DC. You can't keep doing bullshit no more. You let the woke people run the game and they're running the game down to the ground. It's not going to fly. You saw it with the Democratic Party, with this whole thing with the Me Too thing and Tara Reid. They're bringing this whole bullshit down because they don't know what they're doing. They're being hypocritical on the things that matter. On design of characters. On what the character does, Jim Shooter would have gotten this thing fixed right up, right quick. In 2016, we wouldn't be in the disaster that we're in. But you're going to play there. You're going to accept the inevitable. The same thing with Star Wars, with Star Trek, with Doctor Who. The reason I put Doctor Who in this is because the BBC won't be the BBC for long. That Doctor Who IP is worth billions to the right owner. Worth billions of dollars. Disney can't buy shit. Disney got to sell one to get the other. They can't buy shit. Fox, they could buy it. They got a whole bunch of money. Can they use it? I don't know. Can they use it? I don't know. Universal, could they buy it? I don't know. They're in war with um, AMC, theaters, CBS. Hell no, CBS can't buy shit unless they get bought by Viacom. But this is a European product. This belongs to the UK. Who in the UK gonna buy it? Who? Don't let it go into the French hands. Don't let it go into Japanese hands. It's too freaking late. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done, folks. America no longer has the emotional capacity to produce or to be a part of the entertainment hospitality, and service industries. They no longer have the mental, emotional, physical, and in certain ways, spiritual capacity to handle all of these particular IPs, servicing, and uh, hospitality, all of this. 
you have to have a strong sense of mind to be in the hospitality business. You have to have a strong sense of mind to be there to clean these things up, to take care of these particular hotels and all the rest of these things. It has to have a certain amount of talent and a certain amount of respect. Most Americans, unfortunately, especially in my generation, do not have the capacity to do any of those four things in those four industries anymore. And especially now with the coronavirus coming out and them have to clean these things every day and all the rest of these things and whatnot, they don't have that emotional capacity to do all of these things. And they won't have it because a lot of them are going to come out of this day very pissed off that they couldn't get jobs, even in this particular industry, very pissed off at the government, very pissed off at a lot of things, that their futures have been taken away, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times over, and they're going to be resentful against everything they have gone through. They will accept anything. This is where I say that cults are going to start coming out and just, just going to start displacing a lot of the other Things that are going to happen. Cults are going to come out. You're going to go into these particular things. It is going to be an utter mess for the next couple of years. But it will be a less mess if we get through this six months. As long as it's said, we got to accept this. This is a bioweapon. If we accept that it's a bioweapon, we can get out of this. We can get out of this relatively unscathed. But there will be some people with very hard mental issues for many, many years some of them will die with that, with all the memories of what they have gone through, what they have gone through for the rest of their lives. You're going to have to accept that. But they don't have the capacity to do any of the four things anymore. The countries that have gotten out of this problem, mostly unscathed, have the capacity to hold these IPs together. And that is why I'm saying this. If you can't get Jim Shooter in Marvel... The best thing for all of them into for all of them to do is to put all of these IPs into receivership. That means that anybody with the technical with the ability can buy it. You don't think that the Japanese, with all the things about the West happening, they basically got on scape. They're making sure everybody's checked and all the rest of these things. And with their history of their own IPs. You wouldn't think they wanted any American and European IPs to work in, in tandem with their Japanese IPs. You really don't think so. May 20th, if they can get out of this situation and end the emergency um thing that they have to do and get their people back to work, they are going to start buying these IPs off this market to get them out of this market because I do not believe America, unfortunately has the capability to continue to write stories for these particular franchise. America and Britain do not have the capability as of this moment to write franchise, to write these franchises for these IPs. They cannot do it. And there is no amount of convincing they can do it. I think that ultimately Star Wars is going to have to be sold. Ultimately, Star Wars is going to have to be sold and it will be sold either to Universal or something of that nature. Or something of that nature. Star Trek is going to be either be sold to Universal or to a Japanese conglomerate. Um, Doctor Who is going to be sold to a Japanese conglomerate. Possibly NHK. NHK. Possibly. 
if they can pull it off. They want to sell it from public to public. If it's go if they do stay public, but we're not sure yet. And I don't think NHK is going to survive that long, but if they could pull it off, they'll pull it off and then they'll sell it to another Japanese conglomerate that will hold to the franchise there. So they're going to but keep buying it. A lot of these Japanese companies are going to buy anything not nailed down by the 10 major companies, Western companies in this country. Then you're going to have France in the game. You're going to have Vivendi come back. They're going to start buying things from the U.S. as well. You're going to see a lot of French uh, operations come back into this, get back into this game and say, let's buy some of this. Pafé going to come back in. Canal going to come back in. Aspects of uh, all these other things are going to come back in. All of these things are going to happen because America does not have the capability, as I had said before, folks, said before, do not have the capability to write any good stories for any of their IPs. And they cannot, and outside of those that have gotten successful with the other IPs that I have recently seen, and they have gotten money from those particular IPs, especially with Blade Devil, which will become a success story in this particular split that is coming in, I don't see them, I don't see anybody with that technical knowledge able to become successful in that art world and in that particular sense. America... Ultimately, and I do mean ultimately, if humanity has to survive, America has to have a big part in it and they must transition from a service economy, not into an information economy, that's not gonna fly. They must transition into a space economy. That means that we must concentrate. This country in particular, more than any other country in the world, must concentrate on getting a man his foot into Mars by 2030. We're going to go through one of the worst times in human history in 2020. We are going to have, we are going to become the generation, the millennials. We can either become the generation that made the greatest comeback in the history of mankind, the great plague, Possible nuclear attack, possible chemical attack, war going throughout the South Asian, South China Sea, possible degradation and destruction of 10 major cities all across the United States. That's possible. We came from all that and an economic disaster that would have destroyed any empire anywhere else. But in 10 years, America changed its ways, sold off the things that they could not no longer handle anymore, came out of this in 2024, got people to Mars, but people to the moon, and in 2030, July 23rd, July 21st, 2030, a man put his foot on Mars. The greatest comeback in human history. Can you imagine that day? 
A lot of people don't believe that day going to happen. That day going to happen. But we have to get through this. We have to get through this pain now. We have to get through this pain now. We get through this pain and we don't learn anything from it and we don't get to Mars in 10 years. We going to die in 250. It's either Mars or we die. This is our burial ground. Earth becomes our burial ground. I don't care which happens. It better be Mars. You got no choice. From there, we can move on and we can move forward. You got no choice. This is the game time. So you want to keep your industries together. You want to keep the comic industry together, all the rest of this together. You want to keep the entertainment together. Get people like Jim Shooter back in the business. Otherwise, let the Japanese and the French and the Polish and others take over. We got bigger fish to fry. It's Mars, folks. Or we are in that burial ground. Or mankind gets buried in 250 years because we're still going to play games. We're going to keep playing games. Stop playing games, folks. The games are over. Let's get through our lumps now. Let's know that this is a biological weapon. One third of this country is saying this is a biological weapon. And the one third is right. Let's stop playing games and let's get back to the to getting back our country together. This is the time we have to build. We got to build to Mars, folks. No choice. No choice. He's either Mars or we're, bur we're burying ourselves on the ground. We have 10 years. We don't have we don't have 18. We have 10. You better get it done in 10. You ain't shit if you ain't doing it at 10. Because 20, 30, we done. We play games too fucking long. We done in 20, 30. 20, 30, we got to get out there. We got to put that foot on Mars. We play too many games. We got to get through these next six months. These are the toughest times right now. This is the toughest times right now. But after this, after the smoke clears, after we dig ourselves out of the hole we have put ourselves in for nearly 30-something years, we're going to get ourselves out of it, and we're going to become better people from it. And we are going to reach Mars and put our foot on Mars, and we're going to say we made it, folks. From the darkness of the hells that we saw then, we made it. We made it. We're alive. We have a chance. And then we can move forward into things we can never possibly have dreamed of. We got to take our lumps now. Six months, folks. That's all we got to do. Underworld cycle. Six months. That's it. If we can get through that, we can get through anything. We can get to Mars. We can become successful. We can do all, whatever we have to do. But we got to get, but if we're not going to get Jim Shooter people back, we're not going to get them in Marvel, we're good there, we got to sell them out. We have better, we have important things to take care of. Japan will still do something too in manufacturing right now, but we have to make become the focus of it because we can't do it anymore. We we were spent, we tried it, we got to build. We have no choice.
You have no choice. Want more solutions on more specials later on in the year, later on in these episodes as we reach the season finale. So take care of yourselves and each other. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys next week on Beyond This Earth. This is Nova Hallback. Thank you for listening to this special. More solutions and predictions. And we'll see you guys soon.